It's Wednesday. Thank which heavens. I thought was sort of yesterday, and then I was like, today will be Friday. It's It's been weird. It's a weird week. It's okay. <laughs> Call on VFX. It's a weird week. Stream it online at utahsvfx.com or get the mobile app totally free. All you got to do is uh, search for Utah's VFX wherever your apps are. Today's Winning Wednesday. We'll give you the details on how to get into that. But before we get to that, the free hot dogs, that free food, I think we need to talk about uh, food in general. Okay. Update in general. Okay. So yesterday, right, the thing that kind of... Threw me for a loop. We were talking about worst vegetables, and McCall mentioned hunting asparagus, which I've never heard of. Right, which I was about so surprised about. In the After Show podcast. Yeah. Well, some people shed some more clarity on that. Sabrina Bauman says uh, she's been hunting for asparagus already five times this month. Yeah, it's because asparagus right now is, that's the good thing. Uh, Chantel Pointer says people loosen go on walks down the canals just to get asparagus. Yeah. Also, I love people. Uh, Courtney Johnson, her uncle, has a field that they grow Canadian thistles in, which I'm assuming is a version of asparagus. Am I wrong? I don't know. Rebecca Mason also said she lives in Lewiston and people walk the old canals all the time for asparagus. Yep. So credit where credit is due, McCall. I did not know it was a thing. My hint, by the way, was we're trying to guess worst vegetables. And I said people go hunting for this. I was thinking mushrooms. Yeah. And I said asparagus, said asparagus. which like, was not wrong because no. people go hunting for no. asparagus. Credit where credit is due. Yeah. And then hopefully, I hope, leaving vegetables to the completely other side of the spectrum with food, I hope everybody had successful taco treks. Yesterday was the first time since they've been doing it that I haven't been able to do it. I was busy literally all day. Yep. Did we, you go get a taco? I did. Producer Butters and I ended up going he's, and getting some he's tacos. He's a big proponent of he loves the taco it. trek. So anyway, we ended up going... And as we were getting our tacos and getting ready to leave, Producer Butters ended up buying a soda also. Of course. And so we got a soda and he put it underneath the ice machine. And I was thinking, oh, well, he's going to grab some ice, right? You know, the ice dispenser. Classic And then he reaches over. It wasn't me. It was Producer Butters. But he put it underneath the ice machine. say it. If he just gets ice, it's classic McCall. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, he's going to grab some more ice. Well, then he pushes the button for the soda, which is like, I don't know, maybe... Six inches difference. And so the soda's <laughs> over here going, and he's over by the ice, and he's like, why is it not going in the cup? Oh, wait. It was the weirdest experience I've ever been a part of. So I was like, did you really just do that? And then we, we had a good chuckle about it and called it good. Apparently, he's already having a long week, too, even though it was only Tuesday. Yep. That's funny. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I'll let McCall get into a little bit more detail with it with her uh, 411. But uh, Ed Sheeran yesterday decided to prove who was the best at our guessing game from our Drop the Mic podcast this past Friday between myself, McCall, and producer Butters, where we, of course, tried to guess who was going to be on the rest of his uh, collaborations project number six. Yes. So you decided, you know what? Let's do AJ and McCall solid. I'm going to release the track list and uh, see who's doing it. That podcast, by the way, anywhere podcasts are, AJ and McCall, search on iTunes, Google Play, wherever. You can go to utahsvfx.com. You know, with it being summer, yesterday we talked about how I could cool down my house, and I'm looking forward to this weekend forecast. It'll definitely cool down my house. Next week, not so excited about how hot it's going to be. No. But there's something else you're probably going to think about when it comes to this time of year, McCall, okay. and the sun being out all the time, and uh, we we have a PSA announcement to make, mm. and I'm very happy to say that Alicia Keys will be joining us for this PSA announcement nice. because uh, just a reminder as you try to break out maybe your supply from years past. Okay, McCall, so yes. the other thing that obviously you're going to need with all this sunshine and, of course, all this hot weather is sunscreen. Yes, but fun fact, and I'll admit right now, I did not know this. Do you know sunscreen expires? Yes. I did not know that. Really? That's amazing to me. I guess it's it's really not that amazing because like... Oh, right there. No, right the I didn't know. Oh. So like makeup and stuff expires and there's like a timestamp on the product. Yeah, I guess I would have got that. I just... See, I always, let me see. Hang on. 
I'm going to look at this really fast okay. because I think there's an expiration on... I just wouldn't have guessed that because like non-perishable things, you just don't think about it. You're like, yeah, it's good forever. Till I use it, it's not, it's here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I've got, let's see, McCall's lotion right here. Stockpile of lotions and like, makeups. Basically... Tell me lotion expires? Yeah. They have. I'm trying to see if I can find. There it is, right there. So there's like a little container at the bottom, and it says 12 months. It says 12M. That means it's only good for 12 months. And so you can still use it after, but it's not going to have the same effect because some of the ingredients will go bad. It's same thing with makeup. Same thing with like lotiony, creamy things. Lotiony, creamy things. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) everything expires. To drive the point home, apparently this is a big. Big issue in Hollywood, so Lisa Keys was nice enough to step in here to kind of drive the point home. There you go. This sunscreen's expired. My skin is on fire. This sunscreen's expired. My skin is on fire. Thank you, Alicia Keys. Here's what gets me. Do you know what causes sunscreen to expire? I, I just said, like, certain certain like chemicals and well, things that go into it that go bad. Yeah. No, but it like, accelerates it. Sorry. Accelerates the expiration. Yeah, everything oh. has a shelf life, I guess, technically. But what accelerates the expiration of sunscreen? No. Light, heat, humidity. Basically, anywhere you're going to take it, it's going to make it expire faster. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't know that. I what? It, may, maybe because the sunburn's not a good thing. I don't know what the the effects are of using lotion that or makeup that's maybe expired. Maybe there's bad things, but there it, is. It, it it makes you break out more because yeah. it like clogs your pores and stuff. Same thing with maybe, found, maybe same be thing, a little more picky then. Yeah, same thing with sunscreen. Like sunscreen is like a lotiony base, and so it ends up clogging your pores more, and and it just doesn't do what it should be doing as well. Like, you know, blocking the sun. You know my favorite so. uh, sunburn I've ever seen? I went down to Florida with a few friends. We're uh-huh. on, we went on a road trip, and we had the spray bottle, right? Right. It's there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. So Worst. The day we went out, it was windy, and yep. no one thought about it. So not full coverage on my buddy Sam, and he looked like a, a Little, Warshak test. Like, he had, like, burns and, like, weird and, rolls yeah. and stuff. Like, part of him was good, and then he had, like, these loops and swirls, and it was yep. like... I don't even think you could do that on purpose. Nope. How did you do that? We've we've done that before. That's what sucks because it's like you have to spray it and then you have to rub it in and then you have to spray it again, especially on those windy days. Because Bear Lake, if you ever go to Bear Lake, heads up. One of these days. One of the things you have to worry about because it gets windy up there. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Because the first time that I went up to Bear Lake. I think I'm going this weekend, actually. So I'm glad that you said something. Yeah. So the first time that I went to Bear Lake, that was the case. I went up there, it was windy, and then it was like all speckled and whatever. Oh, yeah. Not good. You get these weird patterns you couldn't even do on purpose if you wanted to. Nope, not good. So consider this your PSA for the day from VFX. Sunscreen expires. Yeah. Sunscreen expires. That sounds like something a parent would know, and that's why I don't know it. Because I'm just like, whatever, sunscreen, rub it in, we're good. Right. But speaking of parents, yesterday, McCall and I tackled a very tough issue. Yeah. Parental parking. I don't know that we're very qualified for, but I think we did a good job I with it. I think we solved it, honestly. I do, too. Parking is, it's a its a jungle. It's a post-apocalyptic world out there. Who's going to get the closest spot? But do, do we want those spots more places? Should parents have their own parking spot? Kyle's on the phone. Kyle, uh, what do you think? Parking spots for parents? Yeah, I've seen them, and I actually use them. But funny enough, you bring this up. The other day, I had somebody come up to me. I was putting my groceries away, and my daughter, who's four months old, was still in the uh, basket as I was putting away the groceries. And this lady who came up to me, her kids must have been, I don't know, four and five years old, if I had to guess. And Uh she told me that I should have parked further down and left that for someone like her who has multiple children. I don't think that, uh, forgive me, I haven't seen the signs, but I don't think it says, you know, park here if you have two kids or more, park here if you have one kid. I don't think that's how it works, right? That's what I thought. Like, I didn't know that there was any fine print. I didn't know that parking lot Pam was going to be all over me as soon as I decided to put my groceries away. And look, I don't need the spot. Like, I didn't make them put a sign up, but I'm going to use it. 
I don't blame him. <laughs> no, if, I if don't blame him at all. Pan, go ahead. Absolutely. You want to take it? You want to take a parking lot Pam there, McCall? Look, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna get hatred from it. But just because you have kids doesn't mean that you get to be like, oh, well, I have more kids than you, so I deserve this spot. <laughs> I'm there's, sorry. There's not degrees of it. Like nobody four kids, made three you. Kids, two kids, nobody one. made you have children. Okay, like parking lot Pam over there needs to calm down. I have four children, so I need this spot. I'm more entitled. Calm down. We'll just put the stickers up on the back. You got to look, see okay, down, how many Mom. stick figures do they have. Like, oh, they have four. They're ahead of me. Baby on board times four. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Ginger, what do you think about parent parking? Hey, AJ McCall. I'm a parent, and I think there definitely should be parent parking. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Because kids can be such a pain, so it's nice to be able to be close and to start a nightmare of shopping. Okay. Fair. We had some comments on the poll of the day. Now, again, the poll of the day was, should parents have parking spots for movie theaters, grocery stores, etc.? 76% of people at this point in time said no. Now, some of those, some people did list some of the things that make it challenging to shop uh, with kids. Christina mentioned uh, the challenge of shopping with kids is shopping with kids. Correct. They want everything. You never buy them anything. <laughs> that's, that's one. Uh, See, you know what solves this problem? Yes. What? Online grocery pickup. Oh, now we're... See, McCall works full you, circle. It solves so many problems, my dude. Jesse said keeping them from grabbing stuff. I only have two right now, so it could be a challenge, but the youngest could still be strapped in the cart and terif- I'm terrified that if we have more. Here's, here's a solution, McCall. I know you, we have a text we want to get to from you. Right. But let me shout out... Who was the first one? Somebody said it and then a couple people got on board with it. It was Rebecca. Rebecca said she just wants wider spots dedicated right. to parents. See, and I can, I would back that 100%. Now, I have a cousin, I've got a cousin that had twins. Twins, And got she it, said okay. it was the biggest pain in the butt to try and find parking to be able to, you know, get both of the kids out. Because she had twins and then she also had... Oh, you got to get the door well, open. Well, she has, how many kids? Five kids, I think. Not exactly so, space yeah, she compact. Had, Five kids under five, okay? So when they found out she was having twins, she was like, what? What? (laughs) So anyway, parking was a joke for her. But um, that being said, I think wider parking spots would probably be a good idea. Obviously, we want to fit as many cars into a small space as possible. But wider parking spots solves the problem of, I don't know, getting your car dinged. Because I have that issue. Smart move, by the way. If you ever need to park anywhere, park next to a minivan. They're not going to ding you. That being said, Katrina's on the line, and I think we have a solution when it comes to the parent parking thing. Okay. Remember, 76% of people on our poll of the day said no, no parent parking, but I think she's got it. So, Katrina, go ahead. I have five kids, and I think if there's parent parking, it should be next to the cart return. Okay, that's a good idea. Maybe more strategically placed parking. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Are you on board? You can't haul them all in the store. <laughs> no, no, that totally makes sense. Are you on board too? Uh, Rebecca commented on our Facebook a little bit earlier. Said that parent parking spots should just be wider as well to give parents more space for car seats and stuff. That would be nice. I, I think that's the solution. Not so much right up in front, just a couple strategically placed, and maybe not even just parent parking. Just says if you see a parent. Please consider, you know, like on a subway. Right. You're supposed to get up if it's someone is pregnant. Right. It's or just like a common injured, courtesy, yeah. like you see it. Yeah. I think I think I've come yeah. up with a solution. Also, oh, what do you got? Because the discussion of like it was Katrina, right? That's Katrina. Yeah. Yes. So thank you, Katrina. Yeah, thank you. The discussion that Katrina brings up of being next to the car corrals, I think, is a good idea. I think maybe, maybe, maybe we okay. do a like a car seat parking could be more justified and do that next to the car corral because yes. you know those suckers are heavy at weenie wednesday we give away those fast passes right which lets you cut in front of the line the next week right maybe as like a society like cash valley can get together every month or so and we can raffle off like a free parking space and then for like a whole month you just get to park wherever you want can't be towed be cool nothing um, yeah sure that'd be cool like it's like Logan a, wouldn't a go town for it. Lottery. No, Logan fun. Logan wouldn't go for it, but sure. I'm all for creative solutions. Imagine how how stoked you'd be, how jacked you would be if you won free parking but meter. Nope. Right in front of the store. Oh yes. How awesome would that be? Be cool. I'm just saying. Holly Danes wants to call me up. I got I got ideas. I got ideas. I got a bunch of them. 
And speaking of fast passes, Weenie Wednesday is today. That's right. And I'm so excited. I'm wearing my Weenie Wednesday shirt. I had somebody, when I went up to the front, one of our other sister people that is in the building, they asked me, how was it? And I said, it was good. And it's going to be good today. Yes. Don't let your second watch. You're like, oh my gosh. I'm No, you're good. You only missed the one. So all you got to do is text VFX to 68683 to get signed up. It's text very important. Later this morning. Yep. Very important that you get signed up for it because uh, it's going to be fun. Free food, free drinks, free prizes. Yes. Get your kids Everything fed. You said, yes. For the price of a text message, really. All I wanted to say is I really think we solved parent parking. Like we knocked okay. this out of the park. Everybody got together yesterday for the Wasatch Pediatric Dentistry Debate Eight and said, no, not up front, maybe some strategic wider spots, and we will call it good. Yeah. And that's parents feel they need them, they can use them, and a lot of parents say, I don't need them, we can walk, we'll be fine. Yeah. We nailed it yesterday, so bravo. So proud. Speaking of parents, a tough decision that has to make McCall's when the goldfish ain't making it anymore. Okay. Sometimes, though, the goldfish may be asleep or just fine, and in New York, the goldfish keeps growing after it's been flushed. What? This is insane. McCall, did you have pet fish as a kid? No, actually, I didn't. Really? Yeah, I ended up I ended up having one uh, when I moved to Vernal. But I thought most people had pet fish. Okay. No, I I didn't Fair have a pet enough. fish because uh, I had a dog and we didn't want to have a fish in the house because it's too much work. Actually, I ended up getting a fish when I moved to. A fish is too much work. Yeah, I didn't like like cleaning the tank and everything out because because it's like a bowl and then you got to get like the big fish tank and whatever else. So anyway, we I ended up getting a betta fish probably six and a half years ago. His name was Rufus. Rufus the betta fish. He saw some stuff. My brother had a betta fish. His name was Bubbles. Bubbles the betta. Okay, I, I, I'm going to put a pin that I want to come back to the too much work when you have a fish compared to a dog. I don't like fish. Because that's not the point of it. I want to come back. Unfortunately, right, every once in a while, all the time, the fish pass away. Yeah, especially if they're goldfish. And then psh, down the toilet they go, right? Maybe have a little fish funeral. They go to the Not farm. judging. They get to go to fish heaven. They go to the farm. <laughs> or they go to the farm. Yeah, where does it go to the farm? Well, uh, New York nonprofit is warning the public about flushing their pet goldfish because they found one in a river in Buffalo. You want to guess how long this fish was? Three inches. No, a little bit bigger than that. Six. Fourteen. Oh, wow. Fourteen. There's a picture of it. The guy has to hold it with both hands, and it's still longer than both his hands. It's like a koi fish. It's a massive fish. And those those suckers, they're adaptive. Goldfish can live in trash. Dude. Yeah. I think... Let me me double check here real fast. I got to do some fact checking. McCall's got to fact check. But this, this shucker... It's for it's a double fish goldfish. That's what I'm gonna call it. And and the the nonprofit group warns that one what? goldfish can survive year round in local waters, and they're non native species, and they can destroy habitats. But someone flushed a goldfish who I'm assuming, for benefit of the doubt, was sleeping. Scientists actually estimate tens of millions of goldfish live in the Great Lakes. Holy cow! So yeah, I'm looking at this right now. So goldfish are carp. They're of course a, they are. They're a type of carp. So, yes, they are actual Car- trash carp fish. Carp or trash fish, yeah. They're that's, trash that's, fish. That was the point he's getting to. Carp or trash fish. Yeah, same thing with same thing with koi. Trash fish. <laughs> Ooh, let's look at them and spend 25 cents at the park to feed them. No. They're trash fish. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just I'm, all I'm saying is make sure your fish is, uh, is before you flush it. All I'm saying all New York is saying to it, not Providence, New York says, don't flush it. 14 inch goldfish. Yeah, they're saying Ooh. if you dump your pet goldfish into a lake, it will grow into an enormous pest. There you I'm go. telling you, they're they're like they're little they're little carp. Okay. They're trash fish. Trash fish. Yeah. They go along. Trash fish. Simple. No argument needed, McCall. Trash fish. Yep. We're going to the land of trash people. Florida sort or of. not is next. We've got, uh, finally, Anthony broke the streak yesterday. He got rewarded with four tickets to the Superboats Pro Wakeboard Tour. It's going on this weekend at the Manavoy Reservoir. You got another family four-pack up for grabs. You're going to hear the headlines. Get ready. 435-787-0945 is the number you need. And we're going to hear the headlines and win again. Fingers crossed. Next. Looking for fun this weekend. We can help you out for Florida, not on VFX. The Superboats 
Pro Wakeboard Tour is coming to the Manaway Reservoir. You got world class wakeboarders, wake surfers, food, fun, entertainment, jumbotron, and tons of giveaways. Family four pack if we can keep the streak going. Once is just dumb luck based on the last like seven days. Anthony uh, won yesterday for Florida Knot. When you keep that going, we got to get the headlines though first. So, headline number one some lady caught setting her neighbor's house on fire. By her own security cameras. Uh-huh. So did she she turn her own cameras over or did they... I think they probably subpoenaed it or something. Yeah, what are you going to do? Like, no, I'm not going to give them to Turned in a warrant, you. right. Like, what, the house was on... We demand... <laughs> That's karma just come full circle. Headline number one. Headline number two. Police dropping felony charges over a lady who stole a couple of watches from guys by hiding them. Places you wouldn't look. Uh, you keep it. You can, I don't want that anymore. You can have it. I don't want it back no more. <laughs> and headline Gross. number three. Gross. Uh, are you ready for this one? Probably not. No. Guy fed meth to his attack squirrel to keep it aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many terrible words in there. Yep. Okay. I wasn't sure I was reading that correctly, so I had to double check and make sure that it was going. You know, yep. Mm-hmm. Each nope, Florida that's not, it. That's right. One headline. You're like, you know what? I kind of want to hear a little bit more about that story. Story number three today is the one I want to hear more yep. about. Yep. We will hear more about all three and give you a chance to win those Super Boats Pro Wakeboard Family Four Pack tickets. We play Florida not. 435 You call and we team up. We'll win. Like we did yesterday, 435-787-0945 to play Florida or not. Halsey's latest nightmare on VFX, Utah's hottest music. It's on 94.5 and 98.3. And no truth to the rumor that that may or may not be a theme song to Florida. Because it's just one nightmare recall. Uh, and let's be honest. I know story number one you said may have happened in the daylight. But more often than not, these crimes partake in the evening. Yeah, usually. That being said, Tina, you want to get down and enjoy Manaway Reservoir this weekend? Yes. Okay. Well, hopefully we can make that happen. I don't want to jinx any of it. We won yesterday. I don't want to talk a lot. Let's do this. Perfect. Story number one. Some lady set her neighbor's house on fire after a long feud last week. She was caught doing it by her own security cameras and just got arrested for arson. Wow. <laughs> just like yesterday. <laughs> With the dude who took the Uber, like, loose structure here. Like, I'm not saying, well, I would probably have everything detailed, but loose structure. Like, oh, my cameras were off for some reason at that time. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Oh. Oh, my gosh. She did it in broad daylight, too. Well, you know, like, that's, that's the Home Alone theory. Who's really paying attention in the middle of the day? Everybody's here, at work. Yeah, here, I will send you a picture of it so you can see the still shot from the camera that she caught. There is no denying it's her either. There's story number one. Story number two, prosecutors have dropped felony charges against a convicted lady of the night for allegedly stealing watches worth over $100,000 and then trying to smuggle them into jail. Wait, what? Yeah, only to, uh, you know, get them found during the strip search. And get to stay in jail. Mm-hmm. Ugh, still, like, like, oh, sir, we found it. You know what? You keep it. <laughs> I don't want it back. <laughs> I don't know where it was at, but I know it wasn't anywhere on her outside person. Now, while the court records do not include an explanation for the foregoing of the case, it appears the prosecutors were not ready to try the matter after uh, they denied the last motion for a continuance. They were like, mm, yep, nope. Whatever, take she the time pieces. That too? Who knows? <laughs> There's story number two, and then story number three. Cops raided two drug dealers' place on uh, Monday and found one of them had a pet attack squirrel, and he said he kept it aggressive by feeding it meth. So the guys were arrested on several charges, and the squirrel was released into the wild. Oh, that's just a terrible idea. <laughs> I, yeah. That squirrel obviously needs to go to some sort of rehabilitation. Uh, yeah, he's he's got to, but I, I don't know. It's going to have to deal with its addiction on its uh, own. So where, there you go. Three crazy stories. Wherever that is, and maybe it's Florida. We'll see what Tina and I decide. But somewhere, there's another call. Like, yeah, this squirrel's on my hood going, let's go, bro. Let's go. They need to rehabilitate that squirrel. <laughs> that being said, Tina, which of the three stories to you feels like a Florida story? Um, I'm going to go with 
number two. Lady of the Night seems like a given. Sneaking into prison, common theme here with Florida. I mean, three's pretty nuts, but I think two is definitely plausible. So if you feel two, we'll guess two. I'm going to guess two. Okay. Is it, McCall, story number three? It is, Tina. Congratulations. <laughs> We've got tickets for you to go and see some wakeboarding. Hang on the line for just a second, and I'll grab some information from you, okay? Awesome. Thank you. I'm so glad, so glad you're paying attention yeah. and I'm not, because I no, just realized... No, I, I knew what you meant. I you said meant, three, but she said two. I was like, it, it was story number two, yeah, and Tina said two, answer. and you were like, yeah, it's two. Okay, so three. I, I, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm just so distracted. But I, they, I'm glad you're paying attention. Thank you. It's okay. Story not, number not three. disqualifying Tina on a technicality. No, of course not. Story number three, by the way, happened in Alabama. Oh, just, so close. That yeah. makes sense. They share a border, right? I don't know. Isn't there a show called like Floribama or something like that? I'm pretty sure they're like right next to each. I don't know my geography. I don't know. They're they're close enough to call it good. It's Florida. I'm I'm yeah. Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now because I Uh-oh. don't think they do. Uh, the but... enemy of, of of Florida, not fact checking. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'll I'll look. I'll look really. Images, maps. Hello, Google how Maps. Hard, how hard is it to pull up a map? <laughs> yeah, After... they do barely. Ah, technically, yeah. writes the best most kind of, the, of right. Most. Yeah, the whole like. I don't even know what that. Yeah. From like Chattahoochee on. You are explaining this well yeah. in case you were curious. <laughs> nah, they, sh- they share a lot of a border. With After a really rough last week uh, and we didn't win Monday. Congratulations, Tina. And then Anthony won yesterday. We hope they enjoy Manaway Reservoir. We so much fun. Every weekday right around 6.50. So be listening for those headlines for Florida Not on VFX. Stream AJ and McCall at utahsvfx.com, or you can find us on your smart speaker. Just say, Alexa, enable the Utah's VFX skill, and you can listen to the music, you can listen to the show, you can listen to the podcast. We're all right there. Yeah. So, AJ. um, Yes, ma'am. I've got an issue. You have a lot of them. I know. What what is your dilemma today? This is is a a dilemma through the grapevine from a friend. Conveniently, it's not your fault. Okay, sure. Hit me. So I've got a a friend who's got an issue um, that she just sent me a message and was like, hey, I need your advice on something. So I'm going to see if she can. What? The dating variety? No, it's not. It's actually of the, um, I would say maybe financial variety. Oh, okay. Sounds serious. Yeah, slightly. So I'm not really qualified to give advice financially. Fair. Okay, probably a smart so choice then to bring I, it I'm to gonna the see people. If, yeah, I'm, I'm going to see okay. if she'll call and ask for the advice because if I ask it, I'm going to be like, yeah, just do this. And I'm just going to be stupid with it. So <laughs> I'm not, I don't trust. I, yeah, I, no. Let's, I don't know if it's a compliment that you're bringing to me and everybody else or just burning yourself. Like, look, I just flat hey, out can't handle this. I can't. AJ and everybody else is what I have available. Let's see what they can do with it. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, if she's willing to call in. Yeah, of course. We have. We do this all the time for stuff. So um, we'll see when we get on the phone and, and hear what the problem is. I'm glad you have friends that are brave, McCall. Anytime I ask my friends, hey, can I use that on the show? And they're like, no, no. I don't want to be on the radio. Yeah. So then I just tell their stories anyway. I can't stop me from saying it. Yeah. Okay. So Kristen was nice enough and brave enough to call. And remember, everybody, she needs our advice. So listen. Right. That being said, Kristen, what is the dealio? Hey, AJ McCall. Um, I'm hoping that you guys can help me out with this situation. Of course. So I got these tickets to this concert. It's a hot ticket in town, but it turns out I actually have plans that night and I can't go. So I'm super bummed about that. Right. Yeah. That yeah. Sucks. Pretty expensive tickets. And so I wanted to sell them. So I put it up on Facebook and I said, hey, is anyone interested in my tickets? And one of my really good friends messaged me and said, hey, I'll take them off your hands. And I was like, awesome, cool. Like, they go for this amount of money. She messaged me back, and she was like, yeah, let me think about it. I'll get back to you. And now we're kind of in this, like, awkward limbo of, like, (laughs) I haven't heard from her since. Right. So I don't know if I can get, like, other people to buy the tickets, or what do I do? Now, McCaw, we all know, you are the one that lacks sentimentality. But when it comes to family and friends, I'm a little bit more callous about it. Yes. So I'm curious as to what your take is. I don't know. I'm not really sure where I stand on it because I, 
I can understand where she's coming from. Like, you don't want to make your friend upset, obviously. So At some point, though, your friend's not being a friend, right? They're just making you sit and wait and wait because time is disappearing. And if there are people that want tickets, the longer you wait, the less likely they're either going to not have plans or not find tickets of their own. Right. I don't know. I don't know. That's a weird, that's such a weird situation. Oh, man. Nick, uh, thoughts on this? Tell him. What are you waiting for? Uh, if she's not that interested, well, by the time she comes by and says, oh, you know what, I'll take them, you go, well, guess what? They already sold them. You have a certain amount of time to make a decision. I'm not going to sit around and wait for you all day. The concert tomorrow. Like, bye. We live in a capitalistic society, McCall. I think she should just make the money where she can make her money. Sell them. Do it. Take me. <laughs> okay, there's there's another alternative. I'm not buying the tickets though. I want one for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we're back I get to that. peg one. Yep. <laughs> well, thanks or nothing, Nick. I don't even know if we could take his advice for serious, McCall, because he was like, sell it, sell it, sell it. Give me one for free. Right. People. Yeah. You know what? I think. <sighs> What's reasonable? Week, week and a half, maybe. By then, like, hey, I haven't heard from you. Other people are interested. Yay or nay. And then they get about a day, if that. And if they don't say anything, sorry, I got to move these. I want to try and get something for them. Yeah. Because the worst thing would be if you can't use them and then just go to waste. Right. Right. Now, for the sake of all the hypothetical Karens out there, be like, well, you go sell them, just give them away. Let me ask you this question. Okay. At what point do you just be like, look, I can't use them. You're my friend. Have a good time. Get me back some other time. Get me a dinner. Take me to a concert next time. At what point do you just do that? Like, I know, like, Kristen said, hottest ticket in town. Got to be probably Love Loud. That's what, next weekend? I don't yeah. even know what the next, maybe is there a country concert coming up? Uh, no, I think it, I think that's probably what it is. Probably I mean, Love it's Loud. been, yeah, it's like a week from Saturday. I'm going. I can't wait. So she said like a week and a half. Awesome. So, um, yeah, there's got to be love loud then. Yeah. So then, when, you know, at what point you're just like, I got you, bro. Here, fam. Have a good time. I don't know. I don't know because I get it. Like I get spending the money on the tickets and being like, well, I I can't go now. So obviously I want to make that money back. I'm with it. I'm a frugal guy. I'm totally with you. But at some point, maybe you're just like, here, fam. Give me dinner. I don't know. You buy tickets to the next concert. You take me. Good. That could be a solution. Help Kristen out. Utah's VFX, all social media. What would you do? How how long does she wait before she moves on? Nick says, go. Get your money. Get what you need because you can't go. What do we do? And you know, funny, actually, now that we're on the Love Loud, you know that for, I'm going. Ashley and I are going. We've gone. This will be my second year, her third. I actually, not, uh, not getting rid of mine, Ran into a borderline scam with my tickets when I got mine way back when. You got to watch out for those things. Everybody wants to try and scam you. Luckily, turned out for the good. But I'll enlighten you on my situation. My stupidity to save you. We're up in McCall's friend Kristen. Figure out what the heck to do with her tickets because a friend said, yeah, I'll take them. And then not really helping out here. Like, oh, no. Ghosted. AJ McCall on VFX. Remember... If you want to help out, you can, of course, comment on uh, all social media, Utah's VFX. Text 68255. Just start your text with VFX. But some of the solutions, McCall, uh, Suzanne says uh, just sell them. She gets rid of hers on KSL. Just done. Amber said to give her a deadline. Um, should I give her a timeline? If she didn't respond, then I just sell them. After all, you would have given her a timeline. If she's mad at you, it would be on her for not responding in the amount of time. Okay. I, I'm I'm on board. Nick said the same thing. Nick said just get rid of them. At some point, you're hurting your sale. But Suzanne mentioned KSL raises an interesting point. McCall, how would you go about selling these if you couldn't? I have no to a idea because the friend market's got to be a limited scope. Right now, I'm I'm not really sure because I feel like if it is because we were we were thinking the possibility that Kristen's tickets are to Love Loud. I think they are through Flash Seats. Right. And so flash seats is kind of interesting the way that you can get them sold. I'm just kind of, see, because, so what happened to me is if you remember, and we're pretty sure it's Love Loud, they had the they had the countdown, right? Oh, it, I think it was 10. At 10 a.m., they're going to go on yeah, sale. Yeah, right. And so McCall and I were both trying to get our tickets on, 
And I wasn't paying attention, so I just went to the first thing that popped up on Google, which happened to be a third-party seller, which is not not a scam in itself necessarily, but they jacked the rates up. And then as you read more, the place that I use was like, oh, you'll have tickets, but you won't find out till about a week before the show, which to me was ridiculous. So then I tried to track down my tickets and I had to go to this website. Then I had to go to this website. Then I had to go to the way. And I was like, this is ridiculous. See, so I got scammed and I reported to my credit card as such. Luckily, I won. See, when I, I've been looking at my tickets, because I'm also going to Love Loud, and I was looking at my tickets, and it says that they're not going to appear in my Flash Seats account until the day before that the concert. Me. Yeah, and so I'm like, that's weird to me, because if 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 she's going through Flash Seats, there's got to be some issues that, with that it, because I'm like, anxious. I would have, I would probably tell her to call them, and maybe she's just got the physical tickets. If that's the case, then whatever, you don't have a problem with that. Yeah, so much easier. Anyway... I don't know. It's I'd kind prefer of interesting. that, by the way. I know technology is great and having stuff like I do the sports stuff all the time, having stuff on the. I'd rather have the physical tickets. One is like a keepsake. Two, I feel better that it's in my hand. Yeah. Even though you know I take my phone everywhere, but that that bother. That's what that's what tipped me off with mine because it was like, all right, go here to get your tickets, and I and I would, and they weren't there, and I sent an email. Oh, sorry, you actually got to go to this website. And you go to this website, it sends you to a different website. That's like, so weird. This is a scam. This is clearly a scam. Luckily, I won, but watch out where you are, because you never know when there's a third-party person who's just buying tickets and jacking the rates up and selling them right back to you. Jerks. Yeah. The advice thus far on our social media, a couple texts coming in here, McCall, just say sell them. You're giving them enough time if they're your friend, either they'll understand or if they're upset, be like, look, I waited, you didn't say anything, they're gone. Right. Right. And I think that's I think that's the the advice to give to Kristen, for sure. Do you trust? I know you've you've been you getting rid of your trailer, like cleaning out the house a little bit. You like the uh, the uh, what what the community ads? What are they called on Facebook? Like the classifieds? Yeah, those. Groups? Do you like those? Yeah. No, no weirdos or anything of that such. Not that I've seen. Well, maybe that's a suggestion for you too, Kristen. If it works, it works. Yesterday, someone said the same thing for me getting an air conditioner to cool down my house. Check out the classifieds on the Facebook communities. You might even score one for free. Yep. So if you're trying to get into Love Loud, keep an eye out because there might be some tickets floating around you can buy. And not for free, Nick. Taylor Swift's on VFX. Never have to guess that song was delicate. But if you ever find yourself like, what the heck was that song? You can send us a message on social media, of course, Utah's VFX. Or check utahsvfx.com. Or if you download our mobile app, totally free, Utah's VFX, anywhere your apps are, you'll have the playlist and you'll know. But McCall mentioned her 411 early this morning. That uh, Ed Sheeran yesterday, if you missed our social media, dropped his track list for collaboration project number six. And yes. we did a drop the mic on Friday, which you can check out, utahsvfx.com, trying to guess who we thought was going to be on there. And I didn't. I know producer Butters did. And I don't think McCall guessed Taylor Swift, did you? For any of the songs? I didn't. Um, just but she's not. No. Well, I, I didn't guess Taylor Swift for the reason being... Every collaboration Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran has done has been on Taylor's album and not Ed Sheeran's albums. Which is this? So do we think then for her new album, he's going to be on hers? Possibly. I could see it. I kind of feel I like at this get, point it's kind of a foregone conclusion. Dude, I hope we get our collaboration for Taylor Swift with uh, Drake. Mm-hmm. I hope we get it with this album. Yes. Yes, I. Why do you Why do you think that is? Because obviously, if you're Taylor Swift and you got Ed Sheeran as a best friend in your back pocket, you're using him to consult you on songwriting because he he writes for everybody. Yes, but why is it that Ed Sheeran doesn't have Taylor Swift on his stuff? Because he's working like you. He's working with everybody: Eminem, Cardi B, Chris Stapleton, Bruno Mars. Like they're big stars on this album. Yeah, I don't know. Weird, right? I don't know. I think that. It's going to be a banger album, though. Yeah. Well, I wonder if they, they had the conversation, I'm sure, of whether or not they wanted... Taylor, you're never going to be on my album, but I'll be on yours. Yeah. <laughs> Full track list. Uh, it was in McCall's 411. Check out the music news at utahsvfx.com. Uh, you can find the Drop the Mic podcast there. where We had fun trying to guess, and you can see you got the most right. And then um, you can, of course, see the track list. We released it on our socials yesterday along with our list of guessing. Yep. Utah's VFX. Yep. Yesterday for the Wasatch Pediatric Dentistry Debate at 8, we tackled a tough topic. 
transparent parking. And I think we did pretty well with it. There's another traffic issue, McCall, that maybe some people have seen the video from a little bit further south of us. We need to get into. Yeah. So to be honest, it's not I know good. it's legal, but it makes me uncomfortable. Really? Yes. Okay. Look, something everybody has experience with is traffic. You get in a car, you dealt with traffic. You've been in a car, you dealt with crappy drivers. Correct. AJ and McCall's debate date on VFX. Yesterday, we dealt with parking. And I think McCall, based on how the debate date unfolded, really came up with some solutions. The consensus formed that parents didn't think, a lot of parents said they didn't need the parking spot. Really, just some wider spots, maybe near a cart return, and they're good. Yeah. They're good. Which is fine. I think that's a good idea. Today's a little bit more violent than that, though. Nah, it could, could be. Video out of Orem shows that lane filtering, not everybody a fan of. No. And I got to be honest, makes me a little uncomfortable. Not saying it shouldn't be a thing, but we'll sort that out as we did yesterday. And if you're unfamiliar with lane filtering... McCall, correct me if I'm wrong, during uh, uh, traffic lights, motorcycles can go between cars to kind of get up in the front to yeah. get out of the way. Yeah. Basic sensation of it. And we'll, we'll uh, make sure to share the video as well that we're referring to and explain more about it. But motorcycles driving between cars, even a stoplight, you good with that? Doesn't bother you? Promotes safety? Annoys you? Don't feel good about it? Let's just say now, before we, we dive into this, this debate today presented by Wasatch Pediatric Dentistry on VFX, if you're a motorcyclist, we definitely want to hear from you this Absolutely, hour. Absolutely, please. Uh, please. I think looking for some enlightenment as well as discussing it. And we're talking about lane filtering because there's a, an event that happened that I'm sure if, if you've been on Facebook here in the Valley, you've probably heard about or maybe seen a snippet of. Here, here's just a little clip of, uh, of what happened here. Yeah, it's called lane filtering. It's a new law. Close your door. So, so, go ahead. So what what happened is there was a driver, I think it was in Orem, that it happened. And this motorcycle was lane filtering. And a Pizza Hut driver, delivery driver, he's got the little Pizza Hut thing on top of his car, opens his door as this motorcycle is coming up. Now, now... It is at a red light. Very important because that's that's one of the... Where lane filtering occurs. Yeah, where lane filtering is legal. So it is at a red light and he opens his door and is like, what are you doing? You can't do this. Whatever. Anyway, so starting May 14th, let me give you the, you the line smart. of In everything. In case you don't know. Yeah. So yeah, starting on May 14th, smart. lane filtering between stopped vehicles on roadways with at least two lanes in the same direction at speeds of 45 miles an hour and lower, it became legal in the state of Utah. Yes. So he was at a red light, doing everything legal. You okay? might remember, we talked about this when I went to San Francisco because it, it, exi- most people right. mention that it's now, in California, and I had no, I didn't know what crazy. it was. It's crazy. Like, this is weird. So now in California, it, it's different because I think in California they can do it while you're driving on the highway so. and yes. stuff. That's where so it happened to me, and I was just, like, what in the heck is going yeah, on right so now? So it's not just it's insanity. So according to Utah law, because I pulled up all, I need all the receipts before we talk about Smart. this. A person legally may not open the door of a motor vehicle on the side available to moving traffic unless it can be done safely and, very important, that wasn't safely. without interfering with the movement of other traffic. It also wasn't that. For the record, by the way, an interview was done with uh, Utah Highway Patrolman Nick Street, and he said technically both of them committed infractions because the vehicles aren't supposed to be moving, and in the video, if you watch the full one, I guess they are, so the motorcycle is made an infraction and then obviously the guy in the pizza hut obviously made an infraction because I, I can i can i just ask when we get to lane filtering we, we get some opinions on this because and i'll get to it i'm kind of uncomfortable with it but i'll tell you why a little bit later why is it that people think they can do that like all this week i've gotten stuck behind the people who've decidedly they've gone the speed limit and i'm coming up on them and then they decide oh this person's going too fast so now i'm gonna go 10 below the speed limit just to show to annoy you. you, right? Like, why do people decide I don't I'm know. going to now enforce I, the traffic? I don't understand why people think that it's their their right to like enforce the rules because, like, I understand citizens arrest and whatever else. But you come Can on, we do that? Can we do like an AJ and McCall citizens arrest? No, Can we just go around like you are under arrest. Because we will get legally in trouble. Oh, man. Can you, you imagine if one day I do something great for the cash uh, for the Logan Police Department and they give me like an honorary badge? Oh, oh world's in trouble. World is in trouble if I get an honorary badge. 
But, like, the other thing is, too, you realize, like, so the best case scenario for this situation, the dude opens his door, the motorcycle stops, they puff up their chest, and then they go about their days, which is exactly what happened. The worst case scenario is, A, the motorcyclist suffers road rage, which, let's be honest, happens and beats him up or there's some kind of fight and could escalate from there and be worse. Or, two, the motorcyclist doesn't stop and hits your door. It's like brake checking. Like, I don't get it. You realize the worst case scenario is you now get rear-ended by a vehicle and are at fault, right? Right. Like, that's that's how that goes sometimes. So, don't. Like, don't. I get being mad, but don't act out of emotion? No, well, of course not. Again, like, there's 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 a lot to get into. We want to know what your thoughts are with it. Especially if you are a filtering. motorcyclist. Please call us, 435-787-0945. We got to know. We got to know what your opinion is on it. Everybody by now should have seen the, the video. It's been all over the news. Yes. All over and the we, news. We can, uh, we'll comment that or share. We'll get it on our socials as well. But I got to be honest, I'm not saying lane filtering shouldn't be legal, but it makes me uncomfortable. Lane filtering. Good or bad. Not not so much good or bad. How does it no. make you feel? Well, yeah. How do you react, kind of? AJ and McCall's debated eight on VFX, brought to you by Wasatch Pediatric Dentistry. Now, we get a couple people on the line, and I will get to them here in just a second, but I want to shout out uh, Haas, a good friend of the show, is a motorcycle rider, and he, he came to our aid. So here's what he said, and bear with me. He tweeted a, a couple of these. He says, I fully support it. And have already quite a few, few few friends doing it. Talk about lane filtering. I myself will not do it. I just don't trust other people. Correct. It is here to keep bikers safe and traffic moving safely. My issue is there needs to be more education through television, billboards, etc. Yes. You can't blame cagers for not understanding it when they have not been properly instructed on lane filtering. Yes. They've done a good job teaching through social media, but there are thousands upon thousands who, if you aren't a member of certain pages, have no idea about the regulations and rules of lane filtering. Okay. Will I filter in the future? Possibly. But as for now, I'm okay with staying in line. Too many cagers already have it out for bikers, and I plan on going home to my family after the ride. Yeah. And for the record, so the uh, highway patrolman, uh, patrolman street... Who was, who was? I read some of his comments on the video in question, which is now on our Facebook and Twitter, Utah's VFX, said the same thing. Says there's just not enough education out there. Yeah. And thank you, Haas, for his brilliant insight on that. And that's why I said again, I, I got it. But also, if you're the pizza guy, why are you opening your door? Right. Even if you think this dude's doing something illegal. Right. You're, now, you could make it worse. Right. Fight, injury, damage. If you, if you haven't seen the video, the video, it happened in Orem uh, just a couple of days ago, I think over the weekend, and you can check it out. I think we've got it on our socials right now. Facebook and Twitter. Um, so you can go find it. You can watch the video, and you can kind of decide for yourself. Now, lane filtering is a legal thing in Utah. For Let me say that again. It is like, a... I, oh, just since, a little over a month. May 14th. Yeah. It is a legal thing thing in Utah. So someone doesn't call us and say, no, it's legal. I just, know. Okay. Just to reclarify, because legal. it's legal. It is now legal. You, you, when you say it's a legal thing, kind of confused. I know. It's, so I was like, it's legal. You are okay. allowed to do You can't do this. <laughs> it's a legal. So we're not allowed to do it. No, no, it's no, a it's, legal it's, thing. It's a legal. Right. So no, I can't no, do it. It's legal. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh there's, the, there's the phrasing on it. I better I do it better. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. Very when important. It, when it comes to the whole lane filtering thing and motorcycles and all that driving around with the traffic, what do you think, Harold? For every seven or eight or whatever group of motorcyclist drivers who follow the road, rules of the road, there's always going to be those ones that decide that they can go on the outside or on the shoulder and speed between cars in order to get going and not following and not following what the, the speed limit is or anything like that. So that's something you have to be very mindful of. Uh, it's kind of the opposite of what Haas said. Haas said, as a motorcyclist, he doesn't trust lane filtering because he doesn't trust the cars. And honestly, that's what makes me uncomfortable about it. I get the whole thing. It's to stop motorcycles from being rear-ended. It's to keep traffic flowing. What makes me uncomfortable, McCall, is other drivers. Motorcycle or car. If I'm driving on the highway and all of a sudden a bunch of cars get bunched up, I get anxious about it. That's it. I don't think it's not something that shouldn't be legal. But if I had, if I'm sitting there and there's a motorcyclist there, they're filtering through. It's not the most. It's not the most wide of spaces. That's that. What's make me uncomfortable? Because you you can't account for other drivers. Yeah. That was the, that was my my dad's oxymoronic advice he gave me when I was a kid, which was, uh, you know, you gotta expect the unexpected and you gotta anticipate what the other drivers are doing. 
Can't do that. Who's anticipating the Pizza Hut guy opening his door when you're trying to filter through the lane? Yeah. What's yeah? It's not gonna happen. That being said, Tina, what do you think about lane filtering? Honestly, it's worked out great in California. Yeah. And I think it's really safe for the motorcyclists. Yeah. What, what, as why long would you... as other people stay in their cars. Right, exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, no, nobody's going to agree that that D-bag should have done what he did. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. Like, his, his the video, I was like, what is this guy doing? Some people just don't want other people in front of him. Yeah, and that's fair. 30 minutes or less, guys. 30 minutes or less. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was his... No, just, just don't. Like the, No. Problems are solved if you uh, don't. Take the law into your own hands. Right. Well, absolutely. Like you. Wham, bam, boom. There are people that enforce the laws, and you are not the people. Police officers. Yeah, you are not the people that need to be enforcing the law. I think okay? that there's a hotline number, right? If you feel so inclined, I'm not saying like, oh, I watched. You you can call someone, but like, right. don't be like, well, here I go. I'm gonna take care of this. Right. I will do this. That's not how this works. No. You stop that right now. Please, especially if you're a motorcyclist, thank you again to Haas for giving us some insight. And Harold and Tina, lane filtering, how does it make you feel? Utah's VFX, all social media. But on the subject of driving, McCall, another bone we have to pick, you know, summertime, travel, vacations, something's going to happen. List was put out. Some of the best and worst states to drive through. Right. This list is compo- completely bogus. Yeah, not very happy it's about it. garbage. It is the goldfish of the, of the traffic driving list. And yeah. by that, I mean a garbage list. We're going to correct this very quickly. Okay, so I feel a lot better about doing this topic because, one, everybody seems to be we reasonable people on board. Not that we so. would take your belligerent call. Right. For we the would. Wasatch Pediatric Dentistry Debate at 8. But just know, lane filtering is a thing. Hopefully, we kind of helped our boys in blue a little bit today by being heads up. It's a thing. It can happen. Watch out for it. Also, don't open your door. Again, that video is on our Facebook and Twitter, Utah's VFX. It's not your job to enforce the law, okay? With a door. Yeah. There's no door justice. It's not some show that exists on the Discovery Channel. No. And big thanks again to Haas for giving us great insight as a motorcyclist himself. So that lane filter is what kicked this off. And while we're on the subject of travel, McCall, list was put out by Wallet Hub, which does travel surveys and, and lists all the time, and it ranked the top 50 states in terms of how road trip worthy they are. Okay. And on the best, it put Wyoming and Texas, which you alluded to. Right. Which are two of the absolute worst states in the history to drive through. Yeah, and not saying they're the worst states to drive through because there's nothing to do there. Oh, I am in Texas. Just saying, well, no, because there's a lot to do in Texas, but there's a lot of space in between yes. the stuff to do. Mo- 90, 95% that's, that's of what Texas I'm trying to get to. is empty cowboy space. Empty cowboy space. 95% of Texas. See, and that's the same thing like with Wyoming. Wyoming is gorgeous. There, There's a lot to do in Wyoming, but there's a lot of space in between the stuff to do that's boring. Same again. Same thing with Texas and right. probably Oklahoma. Like, is Oklahoma on the worst list? I'm, yeah, no. It's uh, hold on. I was pulling up the full breakdown. Oh, no. okay. The worst list is Arkansas, Hawaii, Connecticut, Delaware, and Rhode Dude, Island. Dude, Hawaii is gorgeous. Yeah, and I, I, it, the, Maybe the argument it's the worst to be to drive through because there's so many people. They picked all the shortest. Maybe question mark. They picked all the shortest states, all That's the smallest stupid. states, the worst to drive through. Arkansas. I don't know what they're. Their beef is. I drove through Arkansas. I didn't think it was that bad. I think Arkansas is probably boring, but uh, I don't know. I've to never answer your question, Arkansas. Oklahoma finished in the center, 26th. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If you're in the Great Plains. Nebraska? 18th. Get out of here. 18th? I don't think there's anything to do in Nebraska. Yeah, I was just going to. I'm going to break it to you. If you're in the Great Plains, your state sucks to drive through. Yeah, I've it's done just it. boring. It sucks. It's just boring. Where did Utah finish? Okay, ninth. Okay, I can be a little yeah, less. Yeah, ninth mad. is Top okay. 10. Utah, Utah's nice because Utah is so diverse. Yes. Like Utah's very, very different. You get the desert, you get the red rocks, you get the mountains with the I, I say forests. They're not forests like in New York or anything. But greenery. Yeah, if greenery, that's better. Thank you. But you get, and then you get the snow. No, I, like, there's there's so much diversity. My big point for that would be, I think everyone is aware of what mountains are. 
But until you actually see, and I mean real mountains, like we have here in the valley, you just can't can't take them in. You doing okay over there, McCall? Uh-huh. Somebody say something naughty about the states? No. No. What, what is the worst state to drive through? I'll tell you, most of the, the, great, uh, the great planes. The poll of the day asked you, just asked simply, are you going to be traveling where to? 63% of people, no, no, they're not going anywhere this summer, McCall. Keeping it chill in Utah. Happens. Because it's one of the best states to drive through. Yeah, it's true. And because you can go to like Bear Lake, which is beautiful, and it's not that this long year, of a drive. This year yeah, I vow to do it. you better go to Bear Lake, because if you don't, I'm going to be mad. I vow to do it this year. Or you can go hiking. Like, there's a lot that you can do. You can run into bobcats. Let the states have, and I'm sorry, Wyoming. I know you listened to the AJ. Wyoming is beautiful. Your state has tried to kill me twice. It just is boring to drive through. Worst states to drive through. Ed Sheer, Justin Bieber, I don't care on VFX 94.5 and 98.3, where Utah's hottest music is. And of course, Collaborations Project number six. That's the first single off that album. All the talk after Ed Sheeran dropped the fake track list yesterday before he dropped the real one, McCall. Really? Yeah. Oh, remember that's right. Yeah, you. that's right. Because was he was like, like oh, yeah, close, good. but and he's no. like, yeah, maybe if you're nice. I'll show you. And, you know, it, it was. It was fake, and there, I think I don't think there was any overlap. But knowing Ed Sheeran, he could have just dropped the real one. Said, oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'll show it to you guys later. Right. And then dropped it again. Yeah. Classic Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Do you know, by the way, he said that uh, doing that Heinz commercial was more exciting than headlining his stadium tour? That doesn't even surprise me because it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't at all. This this is what for him was the moment he knew it was big. The peak of, yeah. like, I'm here. I've made it. Because he, of course, has the partnership with uh, Heinz Ketchup. He got his edge up out this summer. Yep. More fun than headlining a stadium tour, apparently. Pretty impressive. So, McCall, before we get to your 411, we got Lil Nas X here, and we know how much producer Butters loves this song. Right. And there's a new one out with a similar in similar style. It's not Lil Nas X. It's uh, Benny Blanco's name called Get Up. Very similar sound. It's not Benny Blanco. Something Blanco. What is it? It's it's not Benny Blanco. That's a that's an. It's it's Blanco Brown. Ah, see, I got it better. My yeah, bad. Yeah, I was like, wait My a bad. second, what? Mixed it all up. Still a new song. But do you think maybe for Winnie Wednesday, if we were to play that Get Up song, and there's there's a little bit of a dance to it, but it's, it's a fair amount of freestyle. Mm-hmm. You do like our own Get Up challenge with a handful of people. Possibly, we'll see. See if we can get it to. Just a thought I wanted to throw out. Do there. some things. I don't know. Just a thought, McCall. There are a few moments in life that are magical, and I think for most people, you do whatever you could to plan out those moments. Of course. So that everything goes according to plan. Yes. Sometimes, though, that's not the case. An okay. artist, yes, uh, over the weekend, announced, broke uh, yesterday and such, got uh, engaged. Magical moment, song, everything. Beautiful. Aww. Except something didn't go according to plan when the fella decided to drop down to one knee. Okay. Everything, everything's going great. It's beautiful. So I feel okay sharing this and laughing a little bit about what happened after the Jonas Brothers in about six minutes. Plan it out as, as much as you may, McCall, to make sure the moment goes absolutely perfect. Sometimes you just can't account for life's little mishaps that maybe add a little humor to your special moment. Yeah. AJ and McCall at VFX, streaming online at utahsvfx.com. Over the weekend, country singer Chris Lane proposed to a uh, former Bachelor alum, Lauren Bushnell. Let me play a little clip of this. He has his whole thing set up. He talked to her family, played her a song. Let's just here, let's just listen to a little cry. bit of the moment. Just okay. a little bit of the moment. Baby, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. There's a lot of things inside of me that I didn't even know existed. Get a hold of your ovaries, woman. <laughs> It's so sweet. Like, so sweet. I'm not denying it. For the record, oh Ashley continues. Gosh. Ashley asked me yesterday if I saw it. I was like, yeah, I haven't watched the video yet, uh, but I saw it. She's like, oh, you got to no, watch it. See? It's so good. Here's the thing you probably <laughs> didn't know. She said yes, by the way. Oh, yeah. if, if Hardcore yes. We didn't include that, but Hello? I probably should. Here's the thing. I don't know if you knew this because I didn't know this until I think this morning. 
just before he dropped down to one knee to, you know, officially seal the proposal and all that, right? He stepped in dog poop. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Talk about taking yourself out of the moment, which he can't, he put it, oh, beautiful scenery, all this. It's He's gorgeous. got the moment captured right. Dog poop. Oh, it's so sweet. Aside from the dog poop part. <laughs> you know, speaking of like, in awkward situations, not going the way that you were planned them. You've been a part of proposal with dog poop before? No, I have not. There's a guy in Florida, actually, that did something this last week that didn't go according to plan, let's say. And if it's Florida, it must be extreme. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. So this is basically like bonus Florida knot? Is that yeah, where we're at? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Well, we're on the subject. Congratulations to Chris and Lauren, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Never forget, for all your non-morning friends, or maybe you had a day off and slept in, no one's going to fault you for that, that if you miss any of the AJ and McCall show, all recorded at utahsvfx.com, and you can find all of our podcasts as well, Google Play or iTunes or Spotify, just search for AJ and McCall. Florida Not is one of those podcasts, and McCall apparently has some kind of weird version of bonus Florida Not for us. Yes, sort of. It, uh, it It's more in line with a... You got what you weren't expecting. In a good way or a bad way? Because sometimes uh, this you get is not what you weren't expecting way. in a good way. No, this was not a good way. So a Florida guy got duped into paying $9,100. Okay, duped is a bad well, thing already. Now, he thought he'd landed a $177,000 home for $91,000 or $9,100, excuse me, at an auction last week. He was quite dismayed to learn that he didn't get the home. No, no. Just the one foot wide strip of grass in the front and back of the home. Don't you think? The saying often is, McCall, when it comes to this stuff, you know, if it's too good to be true. It is. It probably is. So the strip is interrupted by the home's garage. And this guy said that the sale was deceptive and the auction site gave the clear impression that he was buying the home. He says, look, if I'm vindictive enough, I can cut through the garage wall and the home to get my airspace, but what use would that be to me? Sounds messy, having never bought land or a house. Anyway. I wonder, do you think, do you think think it actually was, he was misled or do you think he just got duped and he was like, no, 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 no. it's going to be the house. No, this, uh, so the, the, the one foot strip of grass is valued at $50. He had an appraisal come appraiser come out and appraise it. And he paid how much again? $9,100. So people on the auction site also thought, yeah, no, it's $9,100 because it's a home. Okay, what is happening? Somebody steal a house and they're just trying to get rid of it real fast for some quick cash? Nope. Wow, nope. okay. That so, yeah, the, the auction site, he's got a... He's gotta, He's got a screenshot of it. The auction site shows that the villa is the parcel that he's bidding on. So the it has the parcel and everything. Huh. Anyway, so he paid $9,100 for a one-foot-wide strip of grass. Wow, that's the worst. That's the worst part of homeowning is having to mow that grass. Yeah. It'll take you literally two minutes. I'm pretty sure there was a story about two, two, three weeks ago about a guy in Florida who uh, he got it. He's uh, he lived in one of those um, communities that had a, an association, right? And so they can assess fines for you left your trash cans out or whatever. And he he had like a relative die or something, I think, and he left town and his grass grew. And so they kept finding him each day. And he came home and the fines were like the same price as what his house was. Yeah, it's crazy. HOAs are. HOAs don't mess around. Homeowners Association. Yes, that's what I was referring to. So uh, that's that's the worst because that's the worst part of homeownership. It's what I hate in New Mexico is why I have apartments, basically, because taking care of the lawn's the worst part. Ugh, $9,100. Better do something to drive up that price. Put it like a buy one foot foot strip club. (laughs) Strip club is in strip of grass for anyone. AJ! Strip club as in strip of glass. I'm going to put up lights, flashing ones. Lemonade stand. We're going to invite Marshmallow. He can come stand in the middle of this. Projector. All options. Yep.
Do you think, think he could hold a party and like someone like that actually lives next to him in one of those houses could call and complain? He'd be like, look, this is my land. This is mine. I'm going to hang out here. What do you want me to do? It's a yeah. weird case. Okay, there's your bonus Florida or not for the day on VFX. Utah's VFX, all social media. We are going to be playing VFX's Facebook roulette. VFX's Facebook roulette. Your chance to brag to your friends. Yo, man, I'm on the VFX Facebook page. Yep. AJ and I, McCall Taylor, if you're friends with us, that means you're on our Facebook feeds, which we are now randomly spinning, and McCall is stopping. Stop. I landed on Craze's post. It said, when life is going too good, then reality smacks you, and it's a kitty just kind of walking, trotting along, and this dog comes out of nowhere and, like, oh, I guess it's a cat. This other cat (laughs) comes out of nowhere and just clips this other cat and flips him over, and he's like, what just happened? Pretty good. Yeah. Get out of here, kitty. Your dog's ever done that to each other? Yes. Like, one ran through the other one, and the first one had no idea what happened? Dude, sis has ran into trees. I can't even tell you how many times, because she's distracted, like, trying to bite Yogi, and then she (laughs) runs into trees, and she just, like, stops, like, gets all dazed. Like, dude, your brain is fried, because you keep running into trees. How many concussions does sis have? Seriously. Okay, stop spinning. (laughs) I landed on uh, Chase. He said, uh, every night while I'm in bed, he shared a picture of, <laughs> it's a picture of a lizard. When you lay there with a double chin and scroll through your timeline, see something funny. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one earlier. You can win. Because that one's so good. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, add us on Facebook to play Facebook Roulette. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor across Did you forget my name? social media. I coughed. The McCall Taylor. Thank you. Across all social media, just like Utah's VFX, across all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, find us and add us. We're inching closer and closer to McCall to another giveaway with our like of the draw. That's right. Facebook.com slash Utah's VFX to give us a thumbs up. You're entered in for prizes. And every 500 likes, we give away a Serenoni blanket. Yes. All the podcasts, like we said, can be found on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, you can go to utahsvfx.com where the contests are, like $1,000 Thursday, presented by Auto Leave. We give away that diamond from Jerick's Fine Jewelry tomorrow. Get signed up. Correct. We did lunch with listeners today from Center Street Grill, and we contacted our winner for Feel Good Flowers yesterday. We haven't yep. surprised them yet, but they nope. know what's, they know that their nominee is going to be surprised. Correct. All at utahsvfx.com. Join the Texting Benefits Club. Text VFX to 68683. Super important today. And we will see you at Weenie Wednesday Yay! in what, two hours-ish. Two hours? Less. We'll be setting up. We'll be yeah, there we'll be there. Yeah, so come hang out. Okay? Come get a free hot dog. Come get a free drink. Watch our social media. We'll tell you where we'll be. Yep. So until then, for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.